on to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. All right, good afternoon. It's Sean Kreitz with Fort McMurray Matters. Today, I am joined with Keith McGrath, who is running again for counsel here for one of the Ward 1 spots. Uh, Keith. For someone, maybe like myself, just moved here three months ago, I'm brand new to the place. Introduce yourself. Where are you from? How'd you get here? I'll let you take the floor. Hi. Uh, good afternoon to your listeners, and uh, thanks for uh, giving me a reach out. I came to Fort McMurray in uh, 1985. Uh, got off the bus. No place to live. I quickly learned that uh, I had seven or eight small businesses that I worked for. And, uh, got 60, 70 hours a week. Once I got enough money saved up, I got a place to live. Uh, I guess on to Keanu College. Got to work for industry. Got to work for the hospitality industry. Peter Verick and Nelson at the All Saints Hotel took me in under their wing. Financed uh, a few trips home from my dad's funeral, and after that, I uh, you know got the luxury to, uh, to go to Canada College, take some courses, be part of the construction crew that built the uh, Fort McMurray Golf Club in that program. Had some wonderful times, you know, the uh, interpretive center, lots of schools, landscaped. So Fort McMurray was a place that gave me everything, including a wife and three kids that are now graduated through, uh, you know, our, the Catholic system, a one that's been challenged each and every day. And I just finished up uh, five terms, 17 years on that board. And I can say that's probably the best public service that anybody could ever do. And I'm glad that there's an election that'll see some other people. And then what makes you want to run for council here? Why are you running? Well, you know, after last week's uh, council meeting, I was asked by the seniors, I guess, uh, you know, and they've been with me. They've been with me since 1997. And I uh, I thought that maybe uh, we'd, we'd have some other people that, that stuck around, but it seemed like uh, the community that gave me everything, uh, I, I wasn't quite ready to give up on it because I believe with some new people around the horseshoe, they'll understand that when you make a commitment to people, there's never been a need for Fort McMurray to get back to where we were, actually servicing four pillars that make a community. We've lost our way. When I first got elected in 2013, New Year's Eve, I was in Gregoire, and I quickly found out we never even had an on-call list. Council was nowhere on the org chart. And in the last few years, we've been watered down, shepherded by other people's dreams and aspirations because if you take franklin park for example we just built the same thing that failed in 2013 two days before nomination day they cut the ribbon on a 20 million dollar project and and that project today is vanished so what do we our learnings we took from that we're building the same almost the same thing a block away when we had an opportunity at the rebuild to put hillview tears down there so to new candidates you know, I hear all these, these ideas. A lot of these ideas have been pushed away from the public, but we have to, as elected officials, get back to a governance model where we make, I guess, bylaws that steward to people's needs and move on from that. And so you kind of touched on a little bit, but like, what is the, I guess, the, the platform that you're, you're running on that uh, people should vote for you for? Well, I think people know that I'm always willing to take a bit of a beat when I'm wrong. I'm never afraid to say I'm wrong, but every every person that emails me or calls, I'll call them back or I'll go see them. And that's why when I first got elected, I started Counselor's Corner. And that's where a couple of counselors and myself would get together every quarter, get a place, and let the citizens come see us face-to-face because we wanted to face. There was 
there was discrimination to people. And I wanted to champion that cause because I think anybody that works for the city should be respected, no matter if they're cleaning the floors or up on the seventh floor. Everybody should be treated the same. And the morale at the city sometimes is not the best. And don't forget, these people that pick up your garbage or the paramedic that comes to your house to save your life or the firefighter that puts a fire out or a policeman that keeps us all safe, they're, they are city workers. They're the frontline workers. And, uh, you know, we, we need to make sure that we respect those because, and, and the other file that I quite, quite want to finish off is the indigenous file. Because from Fort Fitzgerald down to Conklin, I've worked with many people uh, locally and across Canada in my in my professional life, and and there is some uh, some catching up to do. So I thought that when when I talked to Mrs. Uh, B, I talked to Mrs. J, I said, you know, if I'm going to be around here, I might as well be able to share some of my uh, shortcomings with a new council because nine new people managing. One of the three largest budgets in Alberta, you can't have a brand new crew. What they need is a guy that's probably been through there and back. And because of his own shortcomings, I'd like to share that and shepherd that with the crew. Um, where, can, where can people find you uh, online or in person if, they, yes. if they're listening so, and they want to hear uh, and they want to ask more questions? So to your listeners, I have, a, I have a, like an office downtown in Fort McMurray. I always did. Uh, I, I, I'm available anytime. Uh, you know, you uh, you can reach me at uh, Keith at NoHawGroup.ca or uh, uh, Council.ca. But more importantly, I, I walk up and down Franklin Avenue as I did yesterday, talk to Mr. Beaton, talk to Mr. Chow. I love Fort McMurray because it gave me everything. And uh, I walk around here with a bit of pride because I look to the north, I look to the south, I actually have my work boots on and my coveralls on, and I can see some of the projects that we built, like the Interpreter Center here in McMurray, the South Tailings Dam at Suncor, the Highway Berm at St. Crew, the East Toll Berm. I've had a lot of good luck, uh, had a lot of good people, and that's why I guess I come back to serve another four years because Fort McMurray never gave up on me, and I'm not going to give up on Fort McMurray. Perfect. Thanks, Keith, for uh, the time today and for chatting uh, with not only myself, but everyone here. And uh, best of luck with you moving forward. God bless you all. And thanks for what you're doing. I know that it's been a tough time not being able to uh, see people in person, but uh, I'm looking forward to that day. Once again, that's Keith McGrath running for council here in Wood Buffalo. It's Sean Kreitz with Fort McMurray Matters. Going to take our first break, but we'll be right back. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Kreitz with Fort McMurray Matters. Today on the show, we have Tal Tupper. Now, you are running for one of the seats in Ward 1 Council. I'll just let you introduce yourself. Say where, where you're from, how you got here, however it may be. I'll let you do that yourself. Uh, hello, and thanks for having me on the show. My name is Tal Tupper, and I'm running for one of six Ward 1 Council positions here in Fort McMurray. 
I've been working at Albion Sands since 2013 as a mining surveyor for Shell originally and now for CNRL. I've been in the mining industry since 2006, previously having worked in underground mines in uranium and gold. I'm originally from the far northern Saskatchewan, uh, LaRange, Saskatchewan, to be more precise. I moved here in late 2016 with my fiance. Uh, she received a an opportunity to become a heavy-duty equipment technician, and so we moved here together, and I've been uh, helping her go, get through her program ever since then. Uh, she's in her final, final fourth year, and uh, we've, we've, have, we've had a ton of fun here in Fort McMurray, and we love it here. We love the far north. Uh, it's exactly like northern Saskatchewan, except with far more amenities. Uh, now, Tal, why are you running for council? What made you want to run? Well, I believe I can make a difference. There's lots of things that we can uh, that we can change here that uh, we can utilize better resources for one. But uh, to build an even better Fort McMurray, I believe that we need to have good communication between the government and the people. A lot of the community members that I've been engaging with tell me that they only found out about an event after the fact, after it's already done. It's possible to achieve better communication between those that live here and the government by better utilizing resources and the programs that we currently have. Maybe we could have a little more centralized way of disseminating the information to the public. Uh, right now, you have to follow like a dozen different sources to learn about all the organizations and groups that are currently in the region. So like another hot button topic here in Fort Murray is the through road, right? We need one to Grand Prairie and finally the road to Saskatchewan that the provincial government had originally agreed upon. We'd, we'd have to work with and lean on the provincial government, of course, to get this done, but I believe with enough persistence it can be achieved. And uh, of course, finally getting a through road will lead to a multitude of other benefits for Fort Murray. This will increase accessibility and through through population, it'll increase population. The more flow through population, the better. To lower costs for our small businesses, it will also make it easier for us to get more box stores that everybody wants. Most of the residents that I've been engaging with want a winners and a home sense. I believe that these are achievable by working on and focusing one issue at a time so that these businesses have no choice but to come to Fort McMurray. By doing this, it will help retain our residents and help build value for all Fort McMurrayans, which is key to success. Of course, right? Uh, another hot button topic is why are we spending all the money on downtown? We should be spending, spreading it out to other parts of the city as well. All right. And of course, yeah. so, sorry, sorry. And of course, continued work on the flood mitigation. We should have permanent flood mitigation in place and not be leaning on a hope and a prayer that the temporary structures will hold, freeze, and or even burst or be vandalized. Uh, by achieving all these things, we will open up new revenue streams, revenue streams, and continue our prosperity, strengthening what we already have. I will aim for Fort McMurray without the need for an Amazon. All right. Well, hey, is uh, Tal, if someone is listening right now and they're like, "Hey, I want to find out more about this person uh, and what they're talking about right now," do you have, um, I guess, like socials or an online platform, or are you setting up shop anywhere that people can come see you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can you can find me on Facebook uh, at Tal Tupper. Uh, you can also go to my website, uh, my campaign website, which is www.voteforTupper.ca. That's four. That's the number four. So it's vote the number four Tupper.ca. Uh, there you can find out more about my platform. Get in touch with me. Uh, you can email me. You can phone me. It's all on the website. 
Perfect, Tal. Thank you so much for joining me today on Fort McMurray Matters, and best of luck in the future. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, just just uh, one last note. The people of Fort McMurray don't feel heard, and I'm here to listen to what they have to say and act on it. I don't accept donations, and I can't be bought. This is your Fort McMurray, and I'm here to serve you. Thanks for having me. Once again, it's Tal Tupper running for council. I'm Sean Kreitz with Fort McMurray Matters. Going to take our second break, and we'll bring on our next hopeful. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. My name is Andrew Wilcox. Today on the show we have IJ. She's running for council for Ward 1 this time around with the election coming up on October 18th with early voting starting on October 1st. IJ, if you want to just quickly give us an introduction to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you very much, Andrew, for having me. Uh, my name is IJ Uchezala. I'm popularly known as the Kumon Lady. Uh, I own a local business here, and I'm passionate about uh, supporting kids to achieve uh, academic excellence in the region. Um, my family and I have been blessed to call Fort McMurray home since 2010 after I discouraged my husband uh, from doing the fly-in, fly-out. Uh, I'm an economist by uh, profession and also a supply chain uh, manager. I've uh, been fortunate to work in three continents uh, as a trained uh, community leader, entrepreneur, and a, a project manager. I was so fortunate to serve on boards here and volunteering in different capacities, serving with uh, the Wood Buffalo Advisory uh, Committee, a volunteer with the Big Brother Big Sister. Uh, I serve in my church, also in the planning committee uh, for some of the multicultural events. Uh, help with fundraising with the United Way, uh, Keanu College Foundation, Northern Light, Light Foundation. Uh, and in the past, uh, the recent concluded refresh, I was fortunate to raise funds to support two non-profit organizations. And during the last flood, we were also fortunate to host a uh, family that were flooded. And so volunteering and working within the community has been uh, awesome, and uh, we are grateful to do that. So you've definitely put your time in, in in helping the community and getting out into the community. But what inspired you to run for council? Was this a natural next step? Yes, you, you probably. I I probably will say it's um, not surprising to a lot of friends and family that know me. Uh, I've been involved with uh, good governance way back from uh, uh, overseas, from home, uh, working with my dad when he was uh, the campaign manager for a councillor, actually, for Ward 1, and uh, part of the strategic group going out door knocking. And uh, when I came into Canada, I also uh, served in uh, a Senate board for a university. And coming into uh, Fort McMurray, that involved volunteering, want to stand, you know, for... Uh, the right thing, just saving my time for the betterment of our region. And I always tell people, who would not want to serve a community that has been great to the family? But my family has been great to us. And uh, it's in the spirit of uh, uh, responsibility and uh, humility uh, that I would want to serve in the council. And you had mentioned to me earlier that you have 
spent some time working with council in the past. Not on council, but you worked with council in the past? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, with the Wood Buffalo Advisory uh, Board, this uh, committee is, we, we sit with uh, the planning and development team, we sit with uh, the group that are into uh, downtown re- revitalization. We meet every month. Uh, uh, the first one is of every month. And we here the, we work with the, the city uh, to ensure that the programs that they have in place are uh, appropriate to meet the need of our community. And then we go back to the council uh, uh, to you know, present the findings. And we've been fortunate to have good success reducing uh, the, finding a way to reduce red tape, which is something that is very concerning to local business owners. And even those long permit processes has come to a good uh, reduction. It's still continu- uh, there's still uh, continuation and work to be done but we're making good progress. And so it's something that I've been exposed to. And before COVID hit, you know, I've always gone to the council floor just to listen and see how deliberations are going. So I think you just touched on one of the pieces of your platform with the reducing the red tape, but can you give us a general overview of your election platform? Part of my platform is, I I wouldn't call it my platform. I would say what I heard from people when I went out door knocking and speaking with uh, the community, it's big on uh, the community to see a local community engagement and a way we could strengthen our stakeholder relationship. Um, because we know in, my, in, in our dialect is um, when the left hand washes the right hand, and the right hand washes the left hand. It makes the hand clean. Mm-hmm. And it's big for me that if we work together, we can make Wood Buffalo a stronger place. And people want to see that. People want to see that our potholes are repaired right the first time. People want to see that there are parks that the kids can go out and play and enjoy themselves. People want to see that we have additional road from the only highway that we have to help us address the dangerous good route bypass that we're currently going through, to reduce travel time, you know, to end the one-way, one-way-in, one-way-out mentality. And and I believe if we have additional road, it will help promote economic growth for us in the region. It it will give us that openness that we're looking to see. And people can come in and go out, and we can connect with other uh, uh, municipal and it will even create more jobs uh, within the municipal and also being for what people want uh, I've been yearning to see is uh, a new voice they want to hear a strong one and they want to see change they don't want to see let it be the same people over and over again they want to see new things done new council members and, and, and also a support for our uh, local business and to strengthen our social profit uh, services. These are the fiber of our, uh, our community. Our local business, they, want, they don't want to have frustrations when they want to open business. They want all those long permits processes to be reduced as much as possible. They want to see increase in transparency. And especially the year that the commercial rents are high. What can council and mayor and the council do, the city council do too, reduce the burden on, on rental costs in the community. 
the people want to do well. And you know Fort McMurray was very resilient. We're strong people. And I believe we can do more. And, and we don't want to have consultants coming in to tell us what to do in Fort McMurray. We can leverage on the experts we have within our community here to get things done if we talk to the people. City councils should go to the people, listen to the people, and take their concerns and their needs and deliberate on them. I I know people will say, oh, IJ, uh, you want to strengthen social profit services. Oh, there's so many of them in town. Yes. Uh, According to the last report we got from the Field Social, there are 441 registered non-profit organizations in in the region. Uh, 342 of them are active uh, registered uh, uh, registered NPO, and 99% of them are inactive. We, I, I believe we can work with them to see what programs is working, what programs are not working, how do we consolidate so we can strengthen the social profit services we have in our region. Sounds great. Well, you've talked a lot about connecting with people and being their voice. How do people connect with you? People can connect with me via email. My email address is ij at vote for ij.ca or they can call me on 780-807-6679 or they can check out my website on vote number four, ij.ca. Yeah, and your name just I-J. Two letters, correct? Two letters. The only two letters you'll see on the ballot paper. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time today, IJ. It was a pleasure to speak with you, and I wish you luck in this year's election. Thank you very much. And I um, appeal to everyone out there listening. Um, I, I will always tell people that I believe, Fatma Pari, you are my boss. And I just want to be your voice for the World One Council. And I hope you go out and vote for me. Thank you very much. And I thank everyone that has put out their names for to run for this election. Uh, kudos to everyone. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix1037.